I'm Sonia Morton Firth and you're tuned in to the Sonia Morton Firth Show. Today my guest is Samuel T. Reddy, a military veteran, a best-selling author, an entrepreneur of multiple businesses. Born in Mauritius, he left to come to England and served in the British Army for seven years. Many businesses later, he now helps people transition from the military and develop and become influential leaders. Watch this interview to hear what it takes to become a leader. Sam, thank you so much for being a guest on my show. It's a real honor to have you here, the first person in my new location. This is amazing. What a great, <laughs> what a great view you got there, right? Thank yeah, I'm not sure if the viewers can see, but guys, you're missing out. It's such a great view, guys. But thank you for having me here, Sonia. It, it's thank a great you, pleasure. Sir for meeting you in Cardiff last two weeks ago, right? Yeah, two weeks ago, and, Veteran and then, Awards. And then we're here today talking about about your show, and I've been following you since, and you do some great, amazing job, and I, I thank you for that. Thank you, Sam. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to hear more about your story okay, yeah. and what you're up to. And before we really get into the entrepreneur side of things, I'd like to take you back, actually, yeah. to your military days. Okay. And, well, first of all, what made you want to join the military? I mean, you came from Mauritius uh, all the way over here to England. Yeah. Why the military? So there's a great story to that. And uh, first of all, I come from from family of serving uh, police officers. My grandfather served in World War Two. Wow! So did my not... grandfather. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow! So so mine served in North Africa. So uh, uh, so there's always been this uh, link between myself the police and the armed forces, the, the military, because ah. my dad was a police officer. Okay. And my two uncles also are police officers in Mauritius. But that's not the reason why I joined the military. I came to, to the UK to do my master's, to study. And while I was working uh, during that time, I, like, uh, you know, like most people, I had to get a part-time job. Mm-hmm. So I've left my, my, work, uh, my work in Mauritius. I took two years leave without pay from the government to come and study over here. And during uh, my time of working, and I was working as a dishwasher uh, at this place. Wow, it was this to sort of give you some extra money for the master in between while you were studying? So, uh, and and at the end of my my time working as a dishwasher, the the owner of the establishment, she came and thanked me for my service. You are great at washing dishes. (laughs) I must be that good, right? right? Now, uh, the owner was a queen, so I was working at Bucks Palace. So you were at Buckingham Palace? Yes. Wow. Right. So here you go, this guy from That's Mauritius. not a bad dishwashing hey, job. Can you about Although, it? you'd think they'd have dishwashers, <laughs> sorry. So, so that was my job for, for during the, the, it was in July, so it was summertime, it was the Queen's uh, garden party. Busy time as well, we're busy, we're working you know, from morning to late evening. But she came around to thank all of us, including me. The Queen. The Queen. Just all the time. Okay. Wow, that's something. So that was in 2001. And I was so humble, impressed by that, because, mm. you know, uh, in my country, no prime minister or minister would go around and thanking people for the services. Let alone the Queen. Wow. She does that. So I get to see the Queen uh, uh, for the very first time, new guy in England, remember that, okay? And, and I thought, wow, I like this lady. <laughs> I would like to work for her. So that, that's, that's my inspiration so far. So that's what made me from that the same, the next day after my shift, 
went to Strand in, in London, and the careers officer was down there, and I signed up to join the uh, armed forces. The day I signed up for the armed forces was actually 9-11-2001. Oh my God. Yes. Okay, nothing like being thrown in at the deep end. Hey, or... Tell me about it. So it's from then on, the next two years was quite busy. So that was, but, but my inspiration was, was the Queen. Wow. Well, that's and, some inspiration. And that is still the same thing today. You know, I, I, I am I thought about uh, thought leaders, uh, female leaders that have been driving the world for, for years. She's the one. 50th country in the Commonwealth, where I'm from as well. She's just amazing. And she, she, she keeps going. Yeah. I didn't expect you to expect say that. the Queen. You go. No, no. <laughs> uh, so, so once you were in the military, I mean, yeah. you must have had, or what sort of challenges did you go through? So let me tell you something. Uh, to join the military takes about three months because the process from moving from a civilian to become a military person takes a while. You know, you have to change the way you talk, the way you uh, respect the, the, the hierarchy, and the way you live your life, it's a whole, it's a whole uh, uh, mindset in itself. So uh, it took me that time, uh, longer than that if I say, if I could say that. But at the same time, I think um, the, 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 the biggest challenge for people uh, is actually leaving the leave from the military back to civilian. Yeah, yes. You know, I will talk into that a bit yeah, later. Yeah, you know. so, so, so during my time, I had seven years full time in the, in the armed forces uh, and 13 years in the reserve service, reserve forces. So did 20 you, years altogether. Did you have any challenges being the fact that you weren't from England? It was, uh, uh, it's actually very interesting because the, the, the main question I've been, I've been asked all the time, every time, anywhere I go, you're from Mauritius, what are you doing here? <laughs> I get that all the time, I'm used to it now, okay? So, and people, people know the place of the place of, of, of uh, luxury Yeah, beaches, it's a holiday, honeymoon you know, destination. You know, what, why would you leave Mauritius to be here? So that, now you know the story why I'm mm. here. So, um, no, the armed forces have been great to me. Uh, in the last seven years full-time, I've had three careers in the armed forces. I joined the infantry, uh, and then I moved into sustainability, which are the logistics part of the armed forces, yeah. uh, the army. And then I left the military full-time as a linguist. Wow. So uh, were always... you ever in battle at any of those? Or... So, Iraq, and Af Iraq Telic, Obtelic was the Iraq war, and Afghanistan was uh, Obteric. Was a two main two main event we had. I mean, mm. as a as a, as someone who was responsible for all the coordination as a movement controller, mm. we are the coordinator of the armed forces, so Army, Navy, Air Force. We gather all the troops and all the equipment and we ship them. Yeah. yeah. So we we have we have moved about quarter million people with their logistics. I'm talking helicopters, tanks, you name it. I've seen all. I've done all of it. Yeah. So that that was my biggest so far inspiration time. I, I can think back to the time, my time in the military. This is one of the biggest organizations I've ever, ever worked for. And what did you learn about yourself in those seven years? Was there anything that you really thought? You see, with the armed forces, you learn about discipline. And I still use them today in my business life. You know? And, and the, the fact that you have to lead yourself first. And I call it now the three laws of leadership. It's leading oneself first, leading others, and leading organizations. Right? I talk a lot about that. You can go on YouTube, find all my talk on, on the free lows. But the leading oneself is a key thing about anything you want to do in life. Yeah, your absolutely. personal life, your business life, your professional, your professional life, or if you even have a charity or, 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 or you are community leaders, you need to know how to lead yourself first. So in terms of being a leader, are there certain traits you think that you may be born with or characteristics, character traits that make a good leader? 
So, uh, first of all, uh, let's talk about leadership in general, mm. right? So, uh, a leader is somebody who shows the way. Uh, a leader is someone who, who is inspiring by nature, will also influence others, but most importantly, is somebody who has an impact on an organization. So, and I believe uh, it's an art that anyone can learn leadership. Mm. I was one of my clients, she, she, she's a, uh, also a business leader and a mom at the same time. And I realized that, uh, and she was saying to me, you know, uh, she doesn't feel like she's much of a leader at home or at work, especially at home really, you know. And I had to remind her that her children are watching her all the time. Yeah. You know, children, I have three daughters. They're not, they're not watching Oprah. They're not watching superstars or heroes. They're watching me and my wife. What are we doing in the house? How are we, how are we treating others? How are we treating people? They are learning from us, the parents. So um, that's the age we are right now. Everyone has influence. Mm. And, and, and especially I have an article uh, which I've uh, titled The uh, Age of Individualism, mm. where everyone has the, has, has, is able to make an impact. Knowing how to positively make, make meaningful impact is something else. And do you think, um, are there specific skills or traits that you can link back to the military that makes military personnel particularly good, good leaders, for example? So you see, um, the military is the only organization in the whole world that developed leaders first. Mm. You know, uh, a, 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 a helicopter pilot takes three years to train. Uh, we don't care about the helicopter, but to train this pilot again takes three more years. You can build another helicopter in, in no time. But building the person, mm. the pilot itself, yes. takes time. So uh, at the junior rank, in the military, you are trained to lead first. I can remember my days as a junior rank. I was organizing, uh, I was, we had the Iraq war. You know, it was a busy time of coordinating with the army, navy, and air force. Uh, and that's a huge responsibility for a young guy. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. And, and how old were you at that time? I was, uh, I was well, no, you're almost 24. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's young, yeah, right. So, but, but the amount of assets and, and money that's thrown at you to be responsible is huge. So, so hence why the military uh, developed the person first. Uh, you know, you look at corporate, you know, Amazon, Barclay, JP Morgan, um, uh, Google, they don't develop leaders. They'll, hence why they now use, uh, using this, this uh, transition uh, program that they have to gain military leaders. Because they know we have all the skill. You can hire a CEO. You can never hire a, a general or a colonel. There's yeah, no agency like out that. there. I like that. I like that. That can hire a brigadier, a colonel, and or a general. You have to build them up from the ground up. Do you think there's something about um, fear? Uh, I, I mean, I guess fear of battle or putting your life on the line um, that makes um, people that serve have that sort of resilience and that part of leadership that give them the edge? So, um, there, there are three things, right, okay? Um, and does that, whether you're, you're elite, uh, from the military or non-military, is never let your fear, your emotions, and the opinion of others direct your life. Mm. I've learned that. I love others. that. I absolutely love that. Um, so, there, there is actually something else. I'm, I'm going to pick this now, and it's something that I read on your LinkedIn, and it was... 
Um, the most, you're the most successful when our work motivates us, sparks excitement as, and is in line with our values. Correct. Values and character are the two main things about a leadership, about a leader. I, I mean, I'm building a partnership on the UK and also uh, overseas in Mauritius right now. And the two main factors that I work with people, the people that I want to be partnering with me, are based on values and your character. You know, uh, if, it doesn't matter if we do turn 10 million pounds tomorrow, 50 billion pounds tomorrow, if we not align our values yeah, and our character, agree. we will fail at some point. But if these two align, it doesn't matter how much we're turning as a business, a partner, we will drive and thrive. Wow, fantastic. What made you think you were gonna be a good entrepreneur? Because you, you've run actually several businesses. Uh, what, what, what point did you think, right, this is it, I'm going to be, you know, after leaving the military, what made you turn to... Uh, I think the major, the main thing about the, uh, entrepreneurship is failure. Yeah, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I had my first failures uh, uh, when I first left the military. I had this crazy idea of importing pineapples from yeah. Mauritius to the UK. Ah, good idea. <laughs> Great idea, yeah. right? But I had the wrong partners, mm. values and character, okay? And that business went down. I, I nearly went bankrupt with that. So I learned at, at, from a very young age that that was not my first business. Uh, my first business was age of 19 when I was working uh, for Custom and Excise. So before you joined the military? Yes, in Mauritius. And I had all these businesses, I was working at the airport, at the port as well. So I had all these business leaders uh, uh, importing and exporting uh, uh, things, right? So. At the age of 19, me and my best friend to, to now, we took a plane and we went to China to start our first business. So wow. that was my first, first ever business. So uh, at age of 19. And then, uh, so coming out uh, of the military and having my first failure was, was is it, now when I think of it, uh, I realized that um, my best inspiration to date is my past uh, because uh, why you reflect on your past is also your, your biggest drive for the present you know and I've, when i talk with with successful uh, corporate business leaders um, entrepreneurs you find out their drive is somewhere in the past you know and 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 uh, when i talk about inspiration about people are inspired by me sometimes or by books by quotes etc but the, the, the biggest, the greatest inspirations come from within. Yeah, absolutely. When you know who you are, yes. you become your greatest inspiration. Completely agree. And when you put other people on pedestals and think you're inspired by them, then you yeah. belittle yourself that it's yeah. you that has to inspire yourself. So, so, so to discover your, 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 uh, your inspiration about yourself is to be able to lead oneself first. Yes. From then, you could go and lead others, and you can go and lead organizations. But start with you, it comes from within. Love it, it's amazing. So in terms of this journey that you're on, the entrepreneurial journey, you've, you've also written a book. Tell me about your book that you wrote. Okay, so Leavers to Leaders uh, is now a best-selling book. And I uh, love this, because so, so Leavers meaning leaving the military. Yeah, you could. Uh, we've had uh, people are now taking it different way, which is great. Yeah. Some for I wrote the book for people from the military, you know, uh, 
so that they understand what it's like to, to, to leave the military and to go out there and become the best leaders. It doesn't matter if you're the plumber, if you're the carpenter, the electrician, uh, or the corporate leader, entrepreneur. Become a leader in your field. And that's what the book is all about. And it's based on the seven-step methodology that allow people to go from one level to the next one. And what is it like leaving the military? What is the transition like? Um, I mean, I've spoken to a number of vets, and, and I'm not sort of saying that anyone has said this, but uh, individually, but what I gather is the government doesn't do enough, perhaps, for our yeah. veterans that have put their lives on the line, serve for our country, and then, what, given maybe a few months of this is sort of what civilian life's all about, buy, here's your bag, go, you know. Yeah, so leaving the military is not easy. Uh, the foreword of the book is done by General Soldier Barons, and he said himself that uh, leaving the military is hard. It's not meant to be easy. Um, we said earlier, to move from a civilian to become a, a military leader takes three months. To, re mm. to re-engineer that process after 5, 10, 15, 20 years, take someone back from, from the military into a civilian is not that straightforward. Uh, now, I left 13 years ago, right? And the world was, in the, was a different place yeah, then. Right now, the world is changed, and the world has changed since COVID. Oh, yeah. It's, you know. I mean, in the, in the, literally, in the space of six months, we are living in a different world. Different world completely. Completely. But, but let, let's face out what are the changes that we are facing right now. You know, we, we have three type of changes we're facing. I, I, I've given the, the, uh, the, the acronym uh, WWW. Uh, w, the first W, is work. Work mm. has changed. Yeah. Why? Work is currently disrupted by technology. Yeah. You have automation, digital, digitization. Automation being uh, everything is now automated. You know, uh, digitization like uh, we have uh, Netflix. Yeah. You're right. yeah. Blockbuster. Remember that? Yeah. yeah well, I remember Blockbuster. <laughs> right? so, you go down, pick your yeah, tape, right? look at the covers. Correct. Put it through the door exactly when you right. finished with it. But yeah. now we, we now live in the world of Netflix, yeah, of course. Amazon Prime. It's easy. And and then there's also uh, the uh, the fact that everything that we do is 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 taken over by how we feel. You know, the second W is about workplace. Mm. Very important. The workplace has changed since COVID a yeah. lot more faster because now we are we have remote working. You know, uh, and I have a whole talk on mm. that. You can go on YouTube about, we, I talked with Professor David Baxter. Uh, he's a professor. What, what do you find about remote working? Because I, I, I've got my own views on this because I, I'm i very much a connection person. Oh, I yeah. love okay. seeing people, talking like to me. people. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think human contact is very important. Very important, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, in terms of my own work, obviously I'm doing this face-to-face, -face, yeah. but yeah. In, COVID, in the COVID lockdown, I had to adapt and I adapted with Zoom, yeah. as did so many other yeah. people. But yeah. I, I, I'll be honest with you, although it served a function, I miss I missed human contact. I, I think, uh, yeah, we will have a bridge, a hybrid of both. We're mm -hmm. going to have a hybrid of, of Zoom and all, all the other media we have out there, and also the face-to-face. -face. Uh, you can never build a proper relationship mm -hmm. without this contact. Yeah. And, and any business, any great venture are done this way. You know. So COVID has changed the world a little bit. But I believe uh, human will try. We'll, 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 we'll go back to where we, we used to be. We, we, we crave for that. Yeah, we're, we're about <laughs> connecting with you know, people. We, it's, we crave for these things. I, 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 I walked I walk into a shop the other day 
and I didn't have a mask on. I forgot completely. Yeah. You know, I, I met with people that I was shaking hands. Forgot completely. Yeah. It's our nature to be to, yes. to be like that. I agree. So so um, yeah, we do have a pandemic going on. Uh, we will go. We will get through that. Uh, but uh, I believe we will definitely uh, uh, go to a level where we are more comfortable as as human beings. I'm sorry I interrupted you. The third W. <laughs> the third W is about uh, workforce. So currently uh, we have uh, four generations in the workforce. We're about to have a fifth one coming soon. Uh, the baby boomers, as we know, they are now in their 60s and mm -hmm. retiring. The Gen X, which is you and me. Yeah, actually, we're Gen X. Uh, we're the next, <laughs> right? So that we, are, that we, we, we uh, should be, um, by default, the next leaders. Okay, we are a smaller generation. You know that. I mean, I'm, 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 yeah. it doesn't mean me and my sister, my family. Yeah, me so, and my sister, my brother, me and my brother. So, yeah. so we're a small family. So we are a smaller generation. And then we have uh, the Gen Y, Gen Z, and then Gen A, which are my daughters. So, so uh, the workforce is disrupting the way we work. And as the baby boomers will retire, and now through COVID, a lot of businesses are going. Right, mm. a lot of things happening. You know, big brand, big from the biggest one, John Lewis. You name them. Yeah, and people are make, uh, having to make the choice about yeah. becoming redundant or then reapplying for their yeah. own jobs yeah. at much lower salaries. So if you are if you are in your 50s, 60s, and you've had you've been through for the last few recessions in your life, and you just got this one now, you're yeah. oh my goodness. It's like I'm, I'm redundant. Yeah, absolutely. Going. Yeah, I'm retiring, yeah. going to Mauritius. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. pick up the tourist industry yeah, yeah. there. So, so, so that leaves a big void in the marketplace. Mm. By default, the Jacksons should be the next leaders. Behind us, we've got the millennials. Mm. And that's Gen Y and Gen Z. And they are hungry for leadership. So my business is about these Gen Xs. To let them, if, you've been, if you have been out there for 20 years, You've been working in the industry for 20 years and you're not leading, then you're already losing out. Yeah. Yes. You haven't got much time. Do, do you think our generation was taught to lead? Because certainly, I mean, there were, were a lot of leaders when, when I was in, in the corporate life. And I was baby certain, boomers, right? Yeah, yeah, baby boomers. And I was trying to get up there, yeah. you know, up the, the, the ladder of, of success. Uh, but I knew the only way I really could lead was by jumping ship and, and leading by becoming an entrepreneur and becoming my, my, own, my own boss, I think. Yeah. Um, and I see a lot of people now that think, oh gosh, I just want to jump ship and become an entrepreneur. And whilst I think absolutely do, do, do you know, you go for your dreams, go for your true purpose, go for your passion. I would also say, you know, take some reality stock about what yeah. you're about to do. Yeah. Because it isn't actually that easy just to suddenly become an entrepreneur. No. Let me tell you, let me give some figures to that. Mm. Currently, currently, we have got 15,000 baby boomers retiring every day in the world. Wow. Okay, so, so that leaves a big void yeah, in the industry. Hence, why all these changes we are, you know, uh, uh, remote working, working from home, part, part time work, all that is not our idea. Mm. It comes from the millennials. They wanted that. But we liked it. <laughs> you know, we don't all man. Yeah, because we've been, you see, the, the Gen X is, is a great generation. Why are we the great, the big, the, according to me, you're one of the best generation, okay? <laughs> because we were mentored by the, 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 the movements. Mm. So we get them. Whenever I see someone, my board, I have a board I answer to, uh, my chairman, he's, he's, you know, he's about 20 years older than me. 
And he's a baby boomer. I, I take direction from him and my board as well. I make sure I have people now better than me all the time. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, it's the only way you that's learn. How you, that's how you learn, right? Yeah. So, so and, and I know for sure that um, the current void we have is, is there, has been there for, for us because we've learned from, from boomers. We also understand the millennials. No one gets them. We do. The baby boomers can't talk with them. We don't get them. No, definitely not. There's too much of a gap. There's right? too much of a gap. We are the bridge yeah. generation. Yeah. Between the two. So we can, you, we can meet someone tomorrow as a baby boomer. We get them. We, we go and meet the millennials. Okay, we get you. We get you what you want. So that's what yeah. makes the Gen Xers. We have all the skill, all the knowledge we need to become a leader. Wow. Wow. So, and, and, that's, and now we, if we add on top of that, those that leave the, the military, well, if they've been there for 20 years, they've been designed to become leaders. So, and I, before we sort of come to, to sort of my last few questions, um, Sam, for people that are watching this, veterans particularly that are watching this, and they are thinking about leaving the military or maybe they've just left the military, are there any sort of um, top tips or some advice that you can give them on what they should do next? Maybe they're feeling... Maybe they're feeling that they, they can lead. What do they go? What, what should they go and do about that? Is there any so, so uh, I probably said my first uh, uh, tip would be first of all, prepare in advance. You know, the world has changed. It's changing every day from now on. You need to uh, be proactive and not reactive to change. You know, so if you're thinking of leaving the military, if it's happening at the back of your brain right now, start to act on it. Start to plan right now. You, I, I now advise people, if you're going to join the military today, that's the day you start planning. Hmm. The day you join in, start planning your exit. Okay? Because while I was in, I picked up a lot of skills that I'm now using. You know, I used to run events on cruise ships. Uh, I used to work on, on great ship. Okay? I turned my, 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 my fascination of, of the sea and the ocean into cruise ships, right? So, so, so I would say plan from the start. And also, uh, people talk about network. I believe mm. network is important. Also, networking is about who do you know and what do they know about you. Yeah, yes. You know, who's going to pick up your call when you, when you text them, when you ring them? That's the people. So surround so yourself with people that will push you to do more to go further. So, you know, that's my biggest, I like people that really sometimes slap me in the face. I love it because I learn from that. So my board do that all the time. I told them I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a sugarcane boy. I would just run. Should, tell me about sugarcane boy, because we, we haven't mentioned this, but your nickname is sugarcane boy. People know me for that because I, I was born at a time in Mauritius where uh, sugarcane was the main industry. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, uh, and uh, my house was on the left-hand side, right-hand side, behind me, in front of me, we had sugar canes. So I would be spending a lot of my time, a lot of my fitness time, uh, was around running around sugar cane fields. Wow. And, and, and uh, now my, my, my daughter is writing a book which is coming out in two weeks' time called The Sugar Cane Your book. daughter? And, uh, and yes. your daughter are 14? She's that, 14, that's right. And yeah. she's bringing out a book on, called Sugar Cane Boy. That's wow, right, that's yeah. amazing. So, so she, like, she, like father, like daughter. Uh, she's getting there. She, she, she's, she's, she's very driven. I mean, I mean you know, uh, we had this, you know, due to COVID, I was thinking, what are we going to do? You know, she's got nothing else. She's a school captain, yeah. head girl. 
uh, school librarian, so she's pretty good uh, in, in terms of her leadership. So I said to her, why not write a book? And she said, yeah, I'll do that. And she went and she wrote the book, and uh, The Sugarcane Boy. It's a series of books, not just one. Yeah. There's nine books coming. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, so, well there must so, be some so, genes in know, there. Talking about leadership, talking about influencing others, start at home. Yeah. Start with your neighbors, your friend, your, your children, your wife, your spouse. You, you, everyone around you is, is actually influenced by what you do. If I were to have a great cup of tea with you today, I would go out and tell my friends. You got, you got the go and see Sonia. Yeah, she, she makes a great, great cup, of cup of tea. Just a great you know, interview as well. Her video is great. So, so that's what it's all yeah. about. You know, people are influenced by others all the time. So as long as you know your value, your character, you will attract those, you will, you will uh, uh, be alarmed by them, and you will synchronize, synergize with people that reflect your values and characters. So what's next for Sam? Where, where, where are you going next? What next things are on the horizon? Because so, when I did meet you, and I just yeah. do need to touch on this, was at the Veterans Award run by, by Sean Molino, who, yeah. who you both know, and um, you were giving, or, or you have the the, the uh, the Leavers, leaders to Leaders, to award, leaders award for the military. military. So, so that, that's that's our partner. But Sean's a great guy. I, you know, he, he's amazing to work with. He's a guy that brings positivity to other people yeah. as well. Right. And we we, we, we synergize a lot in what we do. Uh, funny thing is, we all both serve uh, around the same time and the same amount of time, which is quite great. So, so the Leavers to Leaders Award, uh, we have it now in England, Wales, and Scotland yes. for uh, military leavers. But I'm also now moving this same category award into the Indian Oceans, to Mauritius, the Seychelles, the Maldives. Because wow. I want now to, I want to spotlight those uh, uh, business leaders, entrepreneurs and corporates that started out uh, low in their life, but ended up high. And I want to find those people. And maybe I will bring them onto your show at some point. Absolutely, <laughs> always a spot <laughs> here for the military. You know. So that's, that's where I'm heading with the, with the, with the, with the book, who, who now is an award. It's also a program. We have a full program behind the accredited as well that allow people to uh, to leave their job, to transition to new career, but also to accelerate their career. Well, I think what we'll, what we'll do is we'll put the link to your book in the show notes. So if there's anyone who's watching this and not quite sure about the next steps, yeah. then if they can pick up a book, where else can people find out about you? Oh, I am on most social media, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, even Insta. Okay. Well, we'll put all those links. We'll put all those links in the show notes. Absolutely. Sam, I could talk to you for ages, but I have come to my last question. Go ahead. And that is, if you were to write a message in a bottle for future generations to find, what would that message be? So, um, there are three things that I find out are very important in life. The first one is surround yourself with people that you love and care about you. That's number one. That. Number two, have a present that you're enjoying. And number three, have a future to look forward to. Sam, that's lovely. Thank you so much Thank for you, being Sonia. a guest Great on my show. It's, it's lovely a pleasure to having you. you. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, there's a new interview out every Monday. So hit subscribe and like and you'll get it straight into your inbox.